so these these Opa bills, um, initially they Ufa. they had a they, they had a period of maturation that was three months. Ufa just means uh, like damn, dang. So every time he says it, it's like these dang bills. <laughs> and what what makes them dang bills is that eventually, <laughs> eventually the period of maturation was prolonged to five years. Ah, oh, like my car loan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve, along with the other Steve. Moshi Mosh. And Ryan. Let's go. <laughs> what happened? It it popped. I heard it. I didn't hear shit. I didn't hear it. Fucking it might bad. come up on the actual... Right on. Listen, it'll come it was up. Discord. It was Discord didn't loud. It'll probably come up on the recording, yeah. You've been... Yeah. You've been it's been shadow banned. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that... I'm reacting to Ryan's uh, traditional uh, <laughs> beverage opening right now. Um, I don't know what he opened. Not an uh, But here's my reaction. What the fuck was that, dude? Did you just pull like a like a glove full of Vaseline out of a pig? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear me scream? <laughs> I heard the oink, but <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> Speaking of pigs. Let's talk about uh, the government, Steve. How about <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to talk about two um, government-led and endorsed uh, con jobs. One of them was more a, a project of a government, and the other one was more that con jobs, like sort of Ponzi schemes, had sort of taken up in the country, and that the government who came in were, were involved in all these Ponzi schemes, and it resulted in almost a, a full civil war. Some... Some even say it did cause a civil war. Are we talking about like AIG and like Enron, like those kind of Ponzi schemes? Like a little, a little like different, like less Enron and more like like your your friend who's who's stealing money to do like MLM type oh, stuff. Oh, uh, Lularoe. I mean, um, fuck, that's not that's not fair to those people who are selling Lularoe. Uh, how about it works? No, fuck, that that's not fair to them either. Um. Actually, it's completely fair. If you decide to get involved in one of those companies, <laughs> you deserve to sucker, fucking lose all your money. Yeah. So I'll tell you a quick story. We had a um, a saleswoman. She was a fucking great lady, super smart, on point. You know what I mean? She was married to this dude, and he was doing what's the name of that one? Um, Herbalife. Oh yeah. And yeah. she yeah. was she was trying to sell me on the pills, and I was like, I'll take that whole fucking bottle right now like like james randy i'll take the whole bottle <laughs> right in front of you i was like because i guarantee you there's no active ingredients i actually I, I assure you that it's all flour you know and uh she got really mad at me i was like yeah that's too bad why don't you take that fucking stupid magnet off your car you're never gonna work at disney <laughs> not in corporate offices ever <laughs> i mean it's just so ridiculous because these people get caught up but you know it is what it is yeah so, Ponzi schemes. So, th the first one is not so much a Ponzi scheme as it was a, a credit scheme. Um, and it was what was called the MIFO bill. 
um, which was this program that was started by the the Nazis soon after they came into power. Here we go sounds again like a, with the sounds, Nazis. Sounds like a duck, like a type of duck. <laughs> the well, Nefo Bill Duck will take your money. It's it's, it's it's an acronym because like a lot of German names for things are super long, so they just give them an acronym. Me fits a five in the Hotzenwurzen wits. Well, it was the it was the name of a of a company called the Metallurgisch. Uh, for for some Geschelschaft, which means the Metallurgical <laughs> Research Corporation. That actually sounded really accurate. I, I I think there's like 36 consonants and four vowels. Like how how do you even? But they, whoa whoa whoa! Calm but, down there, Pat Sajak. But they but they called it they they, they abbreviated it to MIFO, as in the the four um the the four letters. Me is the first part of of Metallurgisch. And then "fo" is the first part of the the second word. Steve, um, quick it, aside though, could you do "Wheel of Fortune" with Chinese characters? I mean, because even if you gave them a couple Chinese characters, yeah. like do they exist? Like, does "Wheel of Fortune" exist yeah, like, in China? I, even if, like, if they're like, we no, gave you the you first three thousand characters, but you, you know, it could you be couldn't six. do it. You could do it with like, <laughs> you could do it with Korean, or, sure, Hangul, or, yeah, or, Hangul or, or Japanese, but you couldn't do it with Chinese. No, it would be impossible. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're trying to get at. Can you do it in Mandarin? <laughs> We're like, gonna give you pig, boat, star, and well, it's, well, it's dragon. Not even that like, like radicals is is what you use sometimes to look look up words in dictionaries. Sure. Yeah. And it's in it in the radicals like you could go by that, but it's just like under a radical there could be like two hundred words. <laughs> Listen, you That's know how amazing. Pat Sajak at the end of uh, Wheel, he's always like R S T L N E. You know the yeah. Chinese host of yeah. <laughs> Man, woman, well, person, like- car, television. <laughs> So it's coming off of like, yeah, the, the episode goes on for three days and then they're finally allowed to guess. It's like, all right, what 57 characters would you like to, to see added to the puzzle? Uh. <laughs> this this program had been devised by a, a banker. He was the, the head of the, the German Central Bank. He was the president. Um, and his name was um, Homar, uh, Homar Schacht. Hmm. Okay. And... This this program began in full in 1934, um, but it was originally based on sort of a plan that was come up in 1932, um, which were called um, OFA bills. Okay, I believe that's um, UFA bills. UFA. <laughs> no, it was it's O F F A. I was making an Italian joke, but go it's ahead. It's OFA bill. <laughs> it's OFA. And. This program was created by the the chancellor at that time, uh, Heinrich Brüning, um, and he, after consulting with the with the former president of of the Reichsbank, um, Hans Luther. These um, these bills um, were issued by a company called um, the Deutsche um, Gesellschaft für Ottenlich Arbeiten, which means in English the German Society for Public Works. Okay, let's just let me just stop you real quick because I something just clicked for me and I feel like the biggest dipshit. Um, I thought we were talking about bills like legislation. Um, we're talking about money. Well, it's like a it's like a stock bill, a promissory note, like a bond. Okay, but it's currency that we're talking about, not legislation. Well, well, well no, it's it's not like a full currency, as in. Like much like a bond, like you have a bond that's worth a certain amount of money, it has to maturate. Like you can't just walk into like like a store, like slam down your 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 bond or whatever, <laughs> and say like say like yeah, I want to buy this with this. Okay, but so but but okay, but 
but MIFO bills are not legislation because I'm imagining a bunch of German no, guys sitting around trying to pass MIFO bills, and I'm like, okay. No, they're they're like promissory notes. So okay. we'll, we'll sort of get to how the system works. Sorry, okay. good clarification. Um, so, yeah. the the reason why these these sort of um, bills were created, um, first off, um, was part of like this the secret program they had um, to raise capital. Because this this corporation um, was used to fund um, public building projects, um, um, but what it actually was was like a shell company. So when you were buying bonds in this company, uh, the company itself um, didn't have enough equity in order to pay out the bonds. Okay. So meaning, like you're you're buying like usually when you buy bonds in a company. <clears throat> They have to have the money to pay you back. Right. Um, but in this case, this company doesn't actually have the money to pay back on the bills. Uh... These these bills are being backed by essentially the National Bank of Germany. Um, so people would, people would trust them, and the bank would also sort of um, go in with people on these bills, discounting them. Um, and then this way... The Reichsbank could finance the building of, of like public works. Okay, so now my next question is, uh, who's getting screwed? Uh, the the, now, do the companies, of the bond. Yeah, do the companies know that they're basically having bonds sold in their name that they're gonna have to pay out that they don't have the money for? Well, well no, this this is a shell company. It's a fake company. It's uh, not a real. Uh, it's no. it's just essentially a thing where they're saying like, oh, this is the such and such company. Like you should, you should buy a bond in them. They're very trustworthy. I want you to stop treating us like we're uh, intelligent individuals and really break this stuff down because <laughs> well, that's like the second. I don't know, thing. See, Ryan, I don't know if it's money that. Can, as much as money it is. can be exchanged for goods and services. I don't know if it's that as much as it is. I needed to know it was a bill, but we got that far. Like I don't normally refer to those that way, but yeah. Mifo money. Can we just call it Mifo money? Yeah, Mifo money is fine. <laughs> In fact, we're it's the starting funny a Patreon money. and we're taking Mifo. <laughs> and the um, the the company that was set up, um, it there was in circulation about 1.26 billion Reichsmarks um, in these these OFA bills. And that was the Nazi currency, right? Well, uh, yeah, the Reichsmark was the was the German currency. It wasn't it wasn't the Nazi currency. It was the currency of like Germany. Until after, like, from Germany's conception Doesn't until... Doesn't it have swastikas on it, though? Well, it, this is before the Nazis came to power. This is the this is still yeah, a Weimar Reich is, Germany. Reich is not a German... Uh, I'm sorry, it's not a Nazi term. Uh, yeah, I Reich, understand Reich that. Reich just means, that. like, like but kingdom it's or... Still I've called seen the... Reichsmarks that have, like, the, the war eagle and the... the Swastika on it. Well, that's that's after the Nazi. This is before the Nazi. Like, there's they still have the Reichstag building, and I think there's still like members of the German government that are referred to that way. Uh, no, they don't. They don't use the term Reich anymore. Yeah, no, that's done. Is the, the term the term the term Reich is is not used because Germany is a federal republic now, um, and they use um, they they use the term uh, Deutsch as well instead of Volk. Uh, why do you think, have a why, similar why do you think meaning? We're making fun it, it, of Trump the, being the Fourth Reich. Be, because the the problem like Weimar Republic shouldn't have even been using Reich because uh, the Weimar Republic was not a, a Reich, um, hence why you know Nazi Germany is the Third Reich and not Weimar Germany. 
the the first reich was the holy roman empire the second reich is the german empire and then the third reich is nazi germany and the fourth yeah. reich is the united states under um what <laughs> settle it down there ryan whoa so these these ofa bills um initially Oof, they uh, they had a <laughs> the they, they had a period money. of maturation that was three months Ufa just means uh, like damn dang so every time he says it it's like these dang bills <laughs> and what what makes them dang bills is that eventually the of, <laughs> eventually the period of maturation was prolonged to five years oh like my car well, loan so, uh, <laughs> uh, um, so what was it beforehand it was three months, so it, they gradually shit. got increased <laughs> over time from three months to five years, Holy so they shit. wouldn't have to pay them back. Oh my god. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> it, and the idea was that they keep stringing them along because they'll get more and more money in, and then eventually they'll be able to pay them, hence you see why it's like a scam. Yeah. This reminds me of that Law & Order episode where they went after... and. It's based on a real case, I guess, where they went after the guys who would sell life insurance to uh, Holocaust victims. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Oh. Um, Self-interest, buddy. 48 yeah. laws of power. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this sounds strangely like a Jacob Wool scheme. Oh, it is. This is exactly when he lost his fucking right to uh, trade stocks in America <laughs> at the age of 16 for... <laughs> for what? Selling this exact Holocaust thing. Well, well, no, 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 no. Well, this no, exact thing it, right here, Ponzi schemes. Uh, well, the yeah. reason, well, the reason why it was... It, was, it wasn't exactly like Ponzi schemes. It was the fact that he was... Um, that, that he had lied in some of his um, disclosures to um, his, his clients... And that he was also under the age of 18, um, and you're not actually able to sell securities when you're under the age of 18, because you have to be, like, licensed and bonded to do yeah. it. So that's why they, they banned him eventually for, for life from selling securities. The He's podcast like one of those... Fronsters is doing a really good, um, like, two-parter on him right now, and it is great. Because it's, like, it's two financial guys that go into yeah. just how fucking stupid his shit was, and how anybody who got taken by this kid... Yeah, we feel bad for you, but God, you're a fucking idiot if you got taken by this kid because there's there's red flags everywhere. Anyway. I'm willing to to give people a pass a lot when it comes to stocks because um, I think it's unfortunate most of the time. You know, I think they get like hoodwinked into buying stock mm -hmm. um, by people who are very good con men, and uh, you know, they're just trying to get the money out of it. Especially if you're doing short sales and you're doing um, penny stocks. Mm -hmm. Like it's just ridiculous how easy it is to get looped right in. Mm -hmm. Um, and which brings us to today's it, sponsor, Robinhood. Robin <laughs> Turn those quarters every month. We'll round off the transaction and invest it in Dupont. Get a free stock now for just for signing up. You know what they do now? They do fractional stock on there, so you yep. can buy a fraction of Apple. I have like two point three shares of Apple right now. That's pretty good, actually. And I have like one point. Stop! Don't disclose! Don't disclose! Yeah. We're, we're gonna need. What, what's your What's your favorite four numbers? And are they the last four numbers of your social? Hey guys, I right, grew up on. Listen, 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 I grew up on St. James see, Place. Let's see how what street did they you are. grow up on? Look, as this, a kid. this is gonna This is gonna be my next hot tip. Okay. This hey, is the when next were you born? Right now, right? <laughs> Absolute <laughs> vodka. That's the next hot one right there. What's your favorite Absolute. dog's name? <laughs> 
No, you know what's big right now? That Tito's handmade vodka. It's in every fucking video, every drink video. It's like fucking everywhere. And I, you know, it's, I hate vodka. It's, I'm not it's a big vodka. vodka. I mean, all vodka is the same. Every time there's like Pretty an much. Ask Reddit thread, and they're like. If you work at the liquor industry, what's the difference between Belvedere and Stoli? And the guy just comes Nothing. on and goes, one's distilled again. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally yeah. take Stoli and distill it yourself. Yeah. It's like there there's some like like gin is very close, but I will say that like more expensive gin tastes better than like the cheapest gin. Hundred percent. But with vodka there's like no difference. None the only whatsoever. the only thing I've ever heard about vodka is that you don't get a, a migraine you don't get as bad of a hangover. If it doesn't have all like you know the emulsifiers in it, like buys you. <laughs> hey, that's that's pure sorghum, okay. <laughs> Steve brings this bottle of liquor over, right? Talk about a con job. He's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He, he's like, you should try it. And I'm like, all right, I'll try anything once. And I, I, I take a couple shots off it. Oh my was god, I don't even remember anything. I was still drunk in the morning. Was it, it was Malort? ridiculous? <laughs> It was ridiculous. It was so strong, and apparently they drink it like water over there in China. What, yeah, what is it? Northern China. What Baiju? is it? It's it's a it's a it starts like the lowest percentage is like fifty three percent alcohol by volume, and the highest is like seventy five. Okay, but what 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 the fuck is it? Is it like sake? It's, it's sorghum. It's, most of it is like sorghum. Um, so it kind of tastes like Sambuca, okay. um, but like Sambuca turned up to 11, oh, Jesus like, Christ. like Sambuca and Jet Fuel had a, had like a child. Yeah. Like distill <laughs> Sambuca and then just add ethanol to it. Did That's it burn? Yeah. Like. How bad was it when you took, did it burn? It didn't burn really. It was it, just it doesn't burn, really but it stays strong, with you. man. I, I think what it was is when I woke up in the morning, I like burped. And all I tasted was Baiju, and I just regretted yeah. my decision. Mm. It was good, though. <laughs> so, initially, when they, they start dispensing these OFA bills, um, the the government is sort of, like, reluctant to do it, because they're, they're essentially printing money without printing money. Um, so, while the government is not issuing currency, they're issuing a, a sort of, like, virtual currency. The OFA um, other money. And... And that's sort of increase that that's also increasing inflation. Um, so they're somewhat worried about that due to Weimar's sort of history with with inflation. Um, but they agreed to do it on like a, a small volume. So it wasn't just um, the one thing that had problems. It was Bofa. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> it was <I> wasn't bad. <laughs> Not much, man. What's up, talk with you? <laughs> So, uh, uh, von Schlichter's second cabinet, they would expand this scheme, um, and they would, they would also be issued by other, um, public financial institutions, um, one which was the, the Deutsche, um, uh, Verkehr's Credit Bank, um, and they issued about a, a billion Reichsmark worth of these bills. Good God. Um, we're talking and a then, billion in like 1930s money? Yes, but it's also Reichsmarks. Okay, but still it's a billion dollars in their money? You're, oh, fuck, that's a lot of money, dude. It's, yeah, it's about, um, I, I think it would be about the equivalent of like five, five billion US dollars today. God, that's a lot of fucking money. Or, or five billion euros, I mean. Okay. Okay. Um, so after 
after Hitler becomes chancellor, um, he sort of wants to extend this scheme um, to 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 do German rearmament. Um, but Hans Luther, the the current head of the the German Central Bank, the the Reichsbank, um, he disagrees with this, and so Hitler has him replace um, with Hallmar Schacht, um, and and Schacht, um, who becomes uh, head of the Reichsbank on March sixteenth, nineteen thirty three, um, he he sort of like codifies and says South to do the MIFO scheme. Okay, and so a lot of what this has to do is that they want to spend a large amount of money um to fund reconstruction of like heavy industry and also to to rearm the german military um but they have a problem because illegally they can't rearm under the treaty of versailles Mm -hmm. and they're they're also pinned with a legal interest rate of of 4.5 percent this is post-world war one right so they're fucked anyway financially Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the b- before Hitler came into power, um, it, like the Great Depression sort of sort of makes things worse. Um, but the German economy is <laughs> no actually <kidding>. doing. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, I, really, the I German. Ex- I swore the Great Depression made things. Turns better. out everywhere else, <laughs> the only place that that was suffered well under the uh, Great Depression was Germany because they were already admired in, in such shit. Well, they didn't even feel it. It, <laughs> it was that actually the Soviet Union. That that was their situation. Oh really? Um, because they were detached from the the international economy, so nothing really changed there. But with with Germany, the the German economy had been on like a rebound. Um, but because of the sudden like downturn from the Great Depression, um, the the Nazis were able to use that to just sort of wheel themselves into power. But like the early like political gains of the Nazis based on like how the economy was doing, that was just what the economy was already going to do. Mm. Um, and a part of it has to do with this MIFO scheme, um, because um, in, in order to rebuild all these projects, they need money, and because of the low interest rate that they can legally have, they they can't take out that much money. It's MIFO malarkey right here. Um, so n- normally, um, you would you would like take out these um, you you would take out loans on the on the money market for a higher interest rate. Um, but because of that, they, they couldn't do it. And also they didn't want to have a large deficit because one, if they have this large deficit, they're afraid that the German people are, are going to get worried or whatever. And then two, they're, they're also worried that if they're, they're spending all this money on, on essentially rearmament that the, the allied nations are going to like realize what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, uh, the allied nations are going to be like, so why are you guys in so much debt? We don't see any change in your country. What are you doing with all that money? <laughs> so he he creates this company called, um, like, like I said, the Metallurgist Whirlpool. Uh, <laughs> he creates BMW. Forshung's Gesellschaft. Um, and so the the company set up in May of 1933 um, after uh, Schacht becomes uh, president of the bank. Um, and, and then... They, they sort of use it as a front for purchases um, from the four main German armament manufacturers who were, at that time, Krupp, um, Siemens. Krupp. Wait, Siemens? Mattresses? Mat- they were making mattresses for the troops. Well, um, the the engineering company, you know, that makes elevators and stuff. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. heavy. S-I-E-M-E-N-S. Yeah, you're thinking of something um, else. I'm thinking of, oh, I'm thinking of Sealy, certain Sealy mattresses, my bad. Yeah. 
<laughs> I worked. I've worked at Siemens before. They make. They do fucking everything. It's crazy. I contracted there. Uh, Guta Hoffnung shoot and uh, Rhine Metal, um, and so they they were initially persuaded um, to to sort of make an investment um, in in share capital of uh, two hundred and fifty thousand um, Reichsmarks each. Oh, okay. Um, and so that's not going to be com- enough, Steve. I mean, just between you and I. Um, and these, these, well, it, it gets a lot bigger. Um, the, the company are, are given these MIFO bills, which can be converted into Reichsmarks on demand. Um, but like, like I said, we'll, we'll see how that goes later on when we go into how the, how the policies changed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this, this company, like I said, like the OFA bill company has no actual existence. Like it is... It is just mainly like a a balance sheet. Okay. Um, and and all they're doing is essentially they're buying things from the armaments manufacturers and they're handing them these promissory notes for the for the things they give them. Okay. Um, and so publicly, the German government is not openly involved in in any way. Um, on on paper, as as far as anyone who looked into it could tell. Um, MIFO was entirely um, a, a private corporation, and that it was just doing normal operations. Okay. Um, and selling widgets. And the the company really only had two employees, which were the two directors, um, who were uh, one was appointed by the Reich Ministry of Defense, and the other was by the Reichsbank. God, Damn. only two employees. They must have been making bank. <laughs> Yes, it's David and Charles Coke. <laughs> it's Bill and Melinda Gates. There goes our Coke uh, sponsorship. Coke, God damn it. Our Coke's funding. That's fine. Uh, I, st- I got my Soros bucks. We're good. Uh, that's right. I think he gives us money every year to be yeah. liberal. Yeah. 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 By the way, George, um, my check's late this month, so uh, tighten up. Yeah, hurry it up, huh? Mug you out of huh? Kuts in him safe. So... So initially, like the the way it works out is that they they go to the armaments manufacturers and they contract them to produce arms. Um, like I said, they exchange the bills um, with the contractors for the items um, for the the invoice of like what they're they're owed. Okay. Huh. Okay. Um, and then the the bills of exchange um, are are to be received um, by all German banks. Um, for possible like uh, rediscounting with the Reichsbank, as in um, other other banks can also sort of like buy into these like go in on these um, these these bills um, with the people who are getting them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, initially, um, the the bills are only supposed to um, they're only supposed to last for six months, um, but. Uh, they, there's a provision that they can be um, that that there can be an indefinite amount of 90 day extensions. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Like this is ridiculous. And so the, this is like uh, them uh, releasing the uh, the doc. Uh, uh, what the fuck's the guy's name that pitched the uh, hitter while he was Doc Ellis? Uh, no hitter. Uh, every every like five years they were like, yeah, we'll get we got it. We're going to give it to you. We know he pitched it. Apparently it was on LSD. We're going to release it. We're going to release it. It's like Disney copyright. They just keep dragging it out and dragging it out. 
Well, much like much like Disney copyright, which has finally reached uh, a point of like them not being able to drag it out further, because um, Steamboat Willie will be in the public domain in 2024. Good luck, Steve. Um, Good luck. You want to lay numbers on that right now? <laughs> I put I put money against that ever happening ever. Yeah. Um, but the, the they they were sort of forced to make it so that the five years would be the longest point. Okay. Um. And they also had a good interest rate. Um, that the interest rate on the bills was four percent, um, which was higher than any other like company's bills at the time. Okay. Um, and and together those four companies, um, they pulled together about one billion Reichsmark. Um, and then the the Nazi government eventually agreed to repay them uh, the money, like I said, um, with the the, the five-year notes. Um, and then, uh, eventually, like I said, they, they sort of begin discounting the notes more, um, and these, these sort of became almost like a type of currency for these corporations when they were dealing with the German government. So I'm a little hammed up right now uh, on White Claw. Um, Same. So what you're saying is... So what you're saying is is, there's no laws because they were drinking claws while they right. were basically ex- not extorting. Well, there's they no were basically laws stealing because they were changing the claws. <laughs> CLA USE. Ain't no attention. law if you're changing the claws. <laughs> Fucking, they're just like ham. I mean, Steve, I'm tongue-tied. This is ridiculous. This actually went on all the way into Nazi Germany. Well, this like, all this the started way, like. like like, this pretty much started because I, I believe Hitler came into power in January. And by March of that, March of the year that Hitler first comes into power, this program goes from that, like, that year all the way to 1939. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Um, so. Well, and, Pol- did they invade Poland in 39? Well. Yes. And, uh, and there so, it is right there. There it is right there. Well, he didn't hate well, the Jews. I am in debt. I'm going to take your country. Oh my god. <laughs> they, just, they just got they just got He's very just lucky. Debt. Um because because that was sort of their plan all along and the the and the allies kept blinking. Um so the in nineteen in April of nineteen thirty eight, um there was about the equivalent of twelve billion Reichsmark. Um, which was about 51 billion euros in today's euros um, of, of outstanding uh, MIFO bills. Um, and then so... You got a whole Jeff they, Bezos worth of outstanding MIFO bills. And, outstanding and MIFO of, money, sorry. And, and all of these MIFO bills that were taken out in 34 would be due in 1939. Um, um, so they a, would... That's a good, that's so they, a good year to be due. <laughs> so they would they would mature at that time, um, and at this time, you know, it was sort of a way for them to receive like a massive amount of uh, funding because uh, when they had twelve billion, the 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 German like GDP at that time was like nineteen billion. Okay. Um, so they almost have like an entire like almost a whole years of GDP worth of just like. Of funny money, <laughs> and this this allowed them to to sort of get these loans without having to to follow the the rules and statutes that they were under. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
because normally the the government can only borrow um, a hundred million Reichsmarks from the Reichsbank. Is that like a law limiting them? Yeah, it was. It was part take? of the law. That's okay. and, and the Reichsbank is like the uh, Federal Reserve kind of. Well, it's it's not like the Federal Reserve because it's like an actual bank. Oh, okay. 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 Is it like a national bank? Yeah, it's like a national bank. Okay. Um. So so eventually, what happens is is that in in 1939, the the finance ministry and the and the Reichsbank sort of come to this like. Um, they, they, they sort of come to heads with each other um, over over the amount of like these MIFO bills that have been given out. Um, and this leads to uh, Schacht, um resigning. Okay. Um, because they're, they're pretty much like you've, you've given out like too much and we're going to have to pay these back and we can't just keep extending these things. Um, so Schacht is canned in, in January 20th of 1939. Of course, he's, okay. made, he's made his money. So. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's out. Yeah. He's I'm very rich. I'm going to just retire now. Oh, I'm fired. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. Oh, I retire. Yeah. You cannot fire me. I retire. And we don't. We Duncan don't actually. Hines. We we don't actually know the total amount of of mifo bills that were issued, um, because the the amount was kept secret. Can you please call it mifo money just for me? <laughs> so that's what they're charging the uh, the um, the felons that are out of prison. In Florida with MIFO bills. That's why they can't figure out how much they owe. Um, and the, the, like Florida. I said, the reason why they don't want these bills to be exchanged is, is not just because they don't, they don't have the money. Because if, they're, if you're a government, you can just print money. Um, but you don't want to print money because you're going to um, cause inflation. Yeah, I was going to say, you can, I mean, yeah, you can just print money, but you should not just print fucking money. That's like a six-year-old's um, understanding and, of money. And... And Hitler them's idea of like how they're going to pay back this money is that eventually, because they were always planning to, was to invade all the all the neighboring countries and, and just sort of take their like their treasuries. So hold Told on, you. like steal their Told national you. treasures, their treasury, their gold. Told you. Called hold it. on, hold on a second. <laughs> so, so that was that. Are you? I know you're not redefining, but in my mind, are you redefining? like a major reason for the war or was that always a major reason and it just wasn't well, really pushed on us well wasn't that they invaded so like they're like oh no the 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 money's due we gotta we gotta yeah, pay them we gotta we broke. Safeway. <laughs> but but no if you read like like mein Kampf, his plan was pretty much always to to invade all of germany's neighbors and like make them into either either subsume them or, or make them into satellite countries and the whole idea of like the nazis while they're rearming the, the question came up to them, well, well how are we going to pay for all this stuff that we're doing, all these these weapons we're making, all these planes and, and whatnot? And and they pretty much just rationalized it of, well, we're just going to take everything from the places we, we take because the whole entire German economy is, is sort of based on, like, Unlike looting, the whole Nazi like right. economic plan is mm-hmm. like, we're, we're just going to loot all these places. and It's part of the reason workers, they lost, right? It's part of the reason that they end up well, losing the wars because they they don't have resources anymore. And then when we start cutting shit off, it's like, whoops. well, it well there's there's a number of reasons. Um, one one of the main reasons is because the the German economy, um, like like how the German industry and agriculture at that time is is not good. Right. Um. So for for instance, like with factories, they never go on to full war footing, um, until mid war. Because Hitler has this belief that if they go into like full war fit, uh, war footing, like into a full war economy, that it's going to cause the German people great distress. He's paranoid about that because that's what 
um, sort of ended Germany's um, Germany in World War One was the fact that the German population had just been broken by the by the famine they had created from the war. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and and German agriculture at that time um, was was pretty bad because it was all small farms. And it was incapable of really producing a lot of food like you can from sort of like a factory corporate farming, large-scale farming enterprise, mm-hmm. um, which was one of the whole ideas of like why Lebensraum exists, um, because the Nazis didn't want – because they weren't actually like Marxist socialists. They weren't just going to like take everybody's property and, and just like redistribute it or, or do things like that. So their idea was just to take over neighboring countries and then turn them into agricultural areas. Let's uh, let's repeat what you just said, starting with that the Nazis weren't socialists. Yes. Yeah. Can we go back a, a good ten seconds? To explain explain Nazi that people? in your own words again, just so everyone understood that. Because there's this there's this idea that that conservatives like to push that when that the Nazis were socialists when they weren't actually, um, because like I said the. The way German agriculture was at that time and continued to be um, until after the war was that most German farms were small farms. They weren't really capable of producing enough food to, to sort of fuel the projects that Hitler wanted to do in terms of increasing population, you know, fighting all these wars. So what you're saying is that even though the Nazis had socialist in the name, they weren't really socialists, Steve. I don't know if I believe you because, as we all know, North Korea is a democracy. I mean, yeah, you can't put it in the name if it's not government. true. You can't put it in the name if it's not true. So, I mean, I just need to know where where you trying to get off here. <laughs> oh, oh, we're getting close to a hundred years of history where we've known that that was not the case, and I have to, I still have to repeat this to people because they'll just go to dumb argument land and On pull that daily. one out of the fucking scope. Yeah, because. Um, because a lot of these things, you know, when they're they're working, they, they have to work through these companies, and they could have just told the companies, you know, like if they were actually were, you know, Marxist socialists, they just nationalized the companies the second they started, you know, complaining about these bills. Of course. Um, but but they don't do that, and that's one of the reasons why they fire Shocked because they're like Shocked, you need to stop, like, we we need to stop this program, and and you're getting canned for it. So they never um, paid them back. Well, I, I believe they eventually started paying them back. We're, we're not entirely sure um, because, like I said, they're not all due at once. Um, and they and they were like trying to when they did take over these co- countries, they were trying to lock down like their gold reserves and stuff. Um, and usually, the governments in exile of like um, Czechoslovakia or Poland, they would try to get their like their their money out of the country to an allied nation to hold on to so was it kind of like in the sopranos when hesh floats tony a couple hundred grand and he makes him wait for like a whole episode to get it back well but eventually it, he pays it, hesh back because he knows it, he has to pay hesh back yeah you can't well, no. well even though he example, could kill hesh he could just no, kill hesh no, no hesh wasn't no. connected he was a civilian yeah that's the whole thing never mind <laughs> we'll get it we're gonna do a whole episode of the sopranos Oh my um, God! No, we no, we're not. Well, we'll have to, to do a you, separate podcast. To give you an example of of one of these situations was when the Spanish Civil War happened. the 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 Republican government of Spain, which was allied with, like, was sort of friendly with the Soviet Union, they sent their gold reserves to the Soviet Union to hold on to. Um, and then the Soviet Union, because one, the the republic lost, and then even after the the government of of Franco was gone. 
Um, the Soviet Union was just like, what gold? Okay, so, okay, all right, okay, okay. So this is during the war. What decorum? Spain sent its gold to Russia. I'm sorry, the Soviet yeah. Union. Well, yeah, because they were in a okay. civil war, okay, and they so, didn't want the nationalists to get it. So my geography is not good, but wouldn't that require them to put it right through the Nazis? Like, well, no, this is they, they would take it by ship because they're not at war. This is in the 30s still. Oh, I was giving okay, you an example okay, okay, of okay, when, okay. A, when a country like essentially sends their um, like part of their treasury to another country or all of their treasury gotcha, for like gotcha. safekeeping. I, I thought you were referring to this was in the um, 40s when, when when Spain was like actively threatened by the Nazis, them sending their gold well, well, Spain, through the Nazis to go to. Well, Spain wasn't threatened by the Nazis. They actually sent a, a division to fight the Soviet Union for the Nazis. Um, they they because remember they were a fascist government. Hot takes. No, hot takes. Can't even pick them up. That's not a hot take. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking around, dude. <laughs> gotta fuck um, with the history guy. Gotta fuck with him. <laughs> so, so eventually, to, to sort of give you an idea of what happens to Shocked, because Shocked is, um, he, he's sort of like go from the government, but he's not really like that keen on the Nazis when they start doing what they're doing. Um, and he eventually joins like the German resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he helps hide some resistance people, um, and eventually in in 1944 on on July 20th, um, when the when the one big assassination attempt happens on Hitler's life, um, you, you know like the movie Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yeah, Wait, Valkyrie. is that is that um, they, the one with the suitcase bomb? Yes, and they they had a list of people who would be like people they would consider for the government they would make after they like took control, and and shocked was one of them. Hmm. Um, okay. So Schacht is arrested on July 23rd, um, and he's initially sent to um, Ravensbrück um, concentration camp, um, and then he's moved around. He goes to Flossenburg, and then finally to Dachau. Oh God! Oh, um, no, it's not good. Yeah, because well, Dachau's the political prisoner camp. They don't, uh, aside from like a, a couple people, they they execute. Um, they they don't do they they don't use the gas chambers at Dachau. Oh, okay. Um, I, so, why do I get the? Why do I think differently about that? I don't know. I feel like I've been told cause, differently. Because Dachau, Dachau was the camp everybody knew about. Dachau was. Oh, okay. Was okay. it was the model camp? It was the one that they showed in like the news and stuff. And they're like, look how well the, the prisoners are treated. According to the Polish nuns at my Catholic school that I went to in grade school, uh, Sobibor was the uh, model camp because they escaped. Uh, Sobibor is where Ivan the Terrible was. I don't know. No, they was the it was Sobibor was a death camp. They, it wasn't they a escaped. Camp. They escaped, Steve. They showed us that movie with Rutger Hauer repeatedly. <laughs> that okay? doesn't that doesn't it make it a model movie, camp. Though. I'm telling you what the, the nuns said. <laughs> um, in in April of 1945, um, he and 140 other um, prominent inmates. Um, are moved by the SS um, to um, to the Tyrol region or, or Tyrol region of, of Italy. Okay. Um, Ty- Tyrol, the, High Garden. <laughs> yeah, um, and then eventually on on May fifth, nineteen forty five, he's liberated um, by the Fifth U.S. Army um, in in Italy. Wait, we've had five armies. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like the fifth division or something? Like what? I believe yes, the fifth okay, division. Okay. You counting motherfucker. 
Um, so, and because Schacht had supported Hitler coming to power, and he had been a, an important official up to the war, um, he was eventually arrested by the Allies um, soon after he was liberated from the camp. <laughs> Get you out of this um, and, camp. Look, put your hands behind your back. We're arresting you. And <laughs> and he would be, um, well, they, they sort of liberate everybody in the concentration camp because they're like, oh, if you're here, you're, you know, you're, um, you're, you're like, you're, you're probably didn't do anything wrong. Um, and, and, but then they eventually realize who he is and they arrest him. Um, and he's put on trial at Nuremberg, um, for the crimes of conspiracy mm-hmm. and crimes against peace, um, which was, which was the planning and waging wars of aggression was essentially what that term meant. Um, but he was not actually tried for any war crimes or crimes against humanity because he was not a part of the German government when war was actually declared. No, he's a fucking nerd. He was a he was a, um, he was a numbers nerd. Well, even even people like if you were if you, like if you were working for the banks like after they they took over, like it could have been possible because of your role in the Holocaust that you would have been executed for for being involved in like being the accounting man for all the all the Jewish goods you stole. I mean, you, execute bankers anyway, but still, like I don't think they had a direct. <laughs> that's that George right? Garland bit. I tell you who you kill. You don't kill the drug dealers. You start killing a few of these bankers. <laughs> Yeah, watch how fast <laughs> that drug changes. money will, will dry up real quick. Um, and and shocked, he he pleaded not guilty to these. Um, Hold he, on, we did not advocate the killing of bankers, by the way. In Minecraft, you did, you did not. In Minecraft, you did not. Yes, yes, correct. We don't we don't want to visit from the the central bank. <laughs> I guess yeah. <laughs> the SEC, the Treasury SEC Department. The secret, actually, it would be yeah. the Secret Service because they're the Treasury Department, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Secret I Service. I got a buddy in there. He, he'll just send me a text and be like, "You fucked up, dude." Fuck. <laughs> he just sends you. He just sends you a one-word text that says "run." <laughs> um, it says so, landline. So, sh- shocked pleads uh, not guilty. I'm shocked. Um, it, and he also uses you evidence, motherfucker. You know, that, I've been that, waiting to use that. I've been waiting to use that for twenty minutes. When you like, did Steve it so like, well, it was so well executed, Steve. You got to give him a little clap on that one. A little clappy. That was that Thank was, you. That was fucking I good. It. Man. I, listen, I've been holding on to that since he was talking about uh, shocked being um, <laughs> like like with Hitler, and I was like, ooh, ooh, when is a good time? <laughs> uh, it was so um, and he he argues as part of his defense that he had been in contact with the German resistance very early on, and he had also helped major German resistance leaders, like one man named uh, Hans uh, Gesevius, um, throughout the war. Um, he even sheltered Gesevius in his in his home uh, for a period where, where Gesevius had to flee his own. Mm. Um, and he also pointed out, you know, that he had been arrested and imprisoned in a concentration camp himself. Um, so he was no friend of the regime. Okay. okay. Um, members like like Nazi party members like don't end up in like concentration camps. Yeah, no, they end up swinging at the end of a rope. Like, if well, I mean, I mean, like from the Nazis, <laughs> like uh, like uh, other okay. than the Night of Long Knives, the Nazis yeah. are not like it, it's not like like Man in the High Castle makes it look like where they're just like killing each other left and right and like st- like literally stabbing each other to death or shooting each other. Like, if you didn't want to do something for them, like they would just let you go. Like, if you, like, say you were involved, like, because most of the people who carried out, like, the Holocaust early on were just ordinary police officers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like it got to a point where they couldn't shoot anybody anymore because they were so emotionally destroyed from just shooting person after person yeah, I've heard that they before. pretty much just said they pretty much just said like well you don't have to do it and it was also a voluntary thing um that if somebody didn't want to take part in the shootings they didn't have to um though none of the police officers uh, agreed to that like they all did it because of like a group mentality hmm. um <laughs> so Eventually, he also has people who who come to the stand in his defense, um, saying that he was that he was just a German patriot um, who wanted to like rebuild Germany to its to its former strength, and that he was not actually um, which he was never a member of the Nazi Party, um, and he shared very little of their ideology. And he got off. And well, the British judges uh, wanted to acquit him, but the Soviet judges um, wanted to convict him. Um, and eventually, the the British prevailed on this, and Schacht was uh, acquitted. Nice. Um, but following um, this this trial at Nuremberg, um, the West German um, West Germany had what were called denazification trials, which were people who were members of um, the Nazi regime had to sort of go through a trial to see if they had sufficiently, like, if they were not involved in any crimes. Or, or if, like, what level of punishment should be given to them if they were. Um, and at that trial, Schacht um, was sentenced to eight years hard labor, um, but he was freed on appeal in 1948. Um, so he only did a couple years' time. Okay. Um, Schacht would eventually die in, in Munich on June 3rd, 1970. Ah, rip. I love how Albert Speer got off, too. <laughs> well, he, he did do prison time. Did Speer do prison time? Yes, he was in Spandau. Oh, okay. Um, he he wrote a book about it, and he usually just complains about how how terrible it was living with all the other. I have one um, of his books. Not Nazi Parney officials. It came with the house. <laughs> but yes, he was he was in Spandau for about twenty years. Yeah. Mm. Um, the the next one we're going to mm. talk about the the next one we're going to talk about is the nineteen ninety seven um, Albanian civil war or crisis. Um, some people argue it wasn't actually a civil war. Yeah, um, that's, what, uh, that's what Action Bronson said. Yeah. <laughs> well, a- Action Bronson probably got some tech out of this. Um, so, Al- Albania, up until the fall of the Soviet Union, which, um, even though Albania had not been a, a Soviet satellite Albania per se... Albania is such a weird place. It's so I, it, fucking... Yeah. Uh, it's so To me, there's certain areas of Europe and Asia that... I just never hear about, you know, like I, you don't hear about it really, unless you really uh, read world news or international news. Mm-hmm. And Albania well, is one of those places for me. Like well, when I started Al- looking Albania- up information about it, I was like, this place isn't real. Stop. <laughs> Al- Albania is a lot like a lot of the Balkan countries in that it is, it is an incredibly poor country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most of the residents who live there, if they can seek employment outside of the country, um, they usually do, and then send back money there. So they vow um, which, which is very common in a lot of European countries. Like Ireland is like that. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. and a, a bunch of other Balkan countries are like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Alba- uh, Albania had been um, it had been ruled by a a Stalinist by the name of of Enver uh, Hosha. And and Enver Hosha, he had been um, he he had held on. To sort of the Stalinist line after the Soviet Union had given it up, and he eventually would break with them um, and, and sort of become its own sort of independent country. 
um, away from the Warsaw Pact, um, but one that was sort of like North Korea and, and would eventually become sort of allies with North Korea um, in, in that it was sort of like this weird sort of Stalinist personality cult state. Okay. Um, most of the economy was squandered on, on different projects, um, a, a lot of vanity things for, for Hosha. And um, also, too, um, they, they have this program of building these small dome-shaped what were called QZ bunkers around the country. And it was just sort of a pillbox for one person that had a dome on the top where – because he believed at one point that the neighboring countries would invade um, Albania, that Yugoslavia, um, the Soviet Union, and NATO would possibly invade um, – would invade Albania and they would need to fight them off. Mm-hmm. And his plan was to build these like little bunkers all over the place. But it doesn't make sense because even if like you have somebody in all of these bunkers, like a lot of them are like in the middle of nowhere and some of them are like in the courtyard of like hotels. <laughs> so like if the person runs out of like ammunition or something like that, there's nobody to like come give them more. Jesus so you just Christ. have somebody that's just in like a dome, and they're like all over the the country still. And it's, Albania's it's, QZ bunkers look like the look like the bunkers out of StarCraft for the Terrans. Like, not even joking, they look exactly the same. Yeah, it's just it's just a dome that sticks out of the ground with like a, a gun port. Dome within a dome inside of another dome. Yeah, the ultimate defense. Biodome. They're like on the middle of playgrounds and shit too. It's insane. They're, there was like a on the uh, sidewalk. <laughs> you just like walking down the sidewalk. Oh, what? Watch the bunker right there. The, okay, keep going. There, there was a defense minister in the seventies who like, who like came out against them and said that like all of this is like ridiculous. You know, you were, we're spending all this money on these defense projects for wars that are never going to happen. That that Hoxha keeps saying are going to happen, um, and that defense minister was like promptly arrested and like put into jail for that. God damn it. <laughs> Um, so Al- Albania did not have a firm um, economic grasp before the collapse of the Soviet Union. Um, its economy was very weak and also sort of much like what would happen in the former Soviet Union, um, sort of contact with like Western uh, market based um, countries, even like socialist countries with a market economy um, was not that common. Mm-hmm. So people didn't really have a good idea of what was going on economically when they suddenly switched over to capitalism. <laughs> Amazing. So in in nineteen ninety two How do we make money for food? <laughs> start a coffee shop. Well like but for we instance, have a coffee so- shop. We'll start well, another like- <laughs> coffee shop and sell the coffee cheaper than the guy next door. And when he goes out of business, raise your prices. Well, they understand how, like, they understand, like, you know, exchanging money for goods and services, because all the communist countries had money. I fucking get that. <laughs> I know, but I'm, but, I'm, but I'm saying, if anybody thinks, like, otherwise, because, you know, people, because you have those people who think, like, that you think that you just go to, like, you have, like, ration tickets or something. Um, but... But what happens is, is that like when they denationalize companies, like say like because the government owns like all these like parts of infrastructure, mm-hmm. when they make that when they privatize them, for instance, in the Soviet Union, citizens would get stock in like electrical companies and stuff like that. Because they'd say like, well, this belonged to the people, so you're getting your stock in this company. But what happened was because the people didn't realize what they had 
and because they needed like immediate money, they, they just sold it to some people. So the people oh. who actually did become like no. the oligarchs in modern day Russia and they a lot of these like up. former Soviet countries were sort of the middle managers who had some idea of how Western sort of like market based systems worked. Mm-hmm. So they they knew that like, well, if I if I get as much stock as I can, eventually this is going to yield dividends and I'm going to be rich. Oh my god! Dude. Okay, but but what happens in Albania when Albania adopts a market-based economy, which, like I said, happens in 1992, um, the Democratic Party of Albania um, becomes the the leading party um, when its um, when its candidate Sali uh, Berisha becomes president. Um, they they don't really know what's what's going on, so the main sort of um, sort of company that keeps popping up are Ponzi schemes. Here we go. And because government officials um, are usually involved in these like pyramid schemes or they're they're given a cut of these pyramid schemes, um, they begin endorsing them. Mm. Hmm. Um, and and this is like a standard Ponzi scheme in which new investors are paid with money from old investors. So it's so it's generally just the cycle of just washing money to different people um, until you run out of money. How long did that go on? So, the schemes first start in 1991. Oof. So, like, like as they're sort of switching over and before, uh, because they had sort of begun a transition before the first democratic elections. Let me ask you a question, though. 91, either you guys, do you remember anything remarkable about 1991 outside of the Albanian con job? I remember. No, like, I, mean, I think no. '91 was a real turd year. Like I don't remember. Anything I was only about five, it. so no, I don't really remember it. Five. Oof. Because wasn't that wasn't was that nine. Desert Storm? I don't know, dude. I was nine. I just it felt it feels like such a turd year to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember because like Desert Storm was '90 to '91, and I remember seeing that on TV. I know you were glued to that shit, but I was not. Okay, uh, there was nothing going on. Not for me. Of course, I was glued to it. I was like five. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. I was outside, probably riding around with a big stick I found in the woods, thinking I was hot shit on my bike, on my Living. on my huffy. Living. Putting the uh, baseball card in the spokes. We didn't have baseball cards, dude. It's the nineties. I'm sorry, the pogs, whatever. <laughs> it was you very difficult to a put couple... a pog in a spoke, and sometimes your friend would fuck around and put the slammer in the spoke, and it would bend your tire. <laughs> you ever had a spoke slammer? I don't think so. Oh, my God. Kids these days don't even know about pogs. They don't know um, about pogs. So one of one of the creators of the first schemes was this guy named uh, Hajden... Bill Gates. Uh, Sejdis. Um, and he would eventually like flee to Switzerland um, with several million dollars after the the scheme like ran its course. Oh, surprise, surprise! Once again, I'm shocked. Um, and <laughs> this would be followed by um, a, a company called uh, Suja, which was um, which was a shoe. <laughs> Wait, fa- um, Suja? Like Suja. John Philip Souza? S-U-D-J-A. As in, like, they sue ya. Suja. Hey, I sued ya. <laughs> um, which, was, which was started by, by a shoe factory worker, and I believe it was primarily, um, it was supposed to be shoe-based, named uh, Maxude uh, Cadena in 1993. Um, and then another one was what was called the... Uh, Populi Foundations, mm-hmm. um, which was run by uh, a politician um, and 
Exafari was another one. Um, and and Populi, it is like it, it means like the the people, mm-hmm. like because because um, it, it's very similar. I believe, yeah, Populi to Populous. Okay. Um, so um, in in 19, by the end of nineteen ninety six, like all of these like pyramid schemes begin to peak. Ooh, ninety six. Um, that was a big year for me. That, okay, now that was my tenth birthday year. Big year. Ninety six. I was graduating eighth grade. Um, going into high school major transitions um <laughs> jesus christ i just have this thing about the 90s where the beginning of the 90s to me just feels like one big schmoz like it i'm just gonna throw it out there that 96 was the year of super nintendo or not super nintendo nintendo 64 yeah. so there's that i don't know it just feels muted somehow in my head i don't know um so these these pyramid companies they they begin offering like their highest interest rates to temple. Wait, people. pyramid instance, companies? They started selling pyramids? Fucking <laughs> No, they're they're selling like shares in the company. Hmm. Like investments. And and Suja at this time was was offering a hundred percent interest. What? Yeah, they were offering a hundred percent interest on on investments into the company. It's a well-known thing that Western Sky bases most of their ideology <laughs> off of Suja. Um, well, it's the opposite. Oh, because when you borrow money from Western Sky, you're you're paying a twenty-five percent interest rate. When you invest in Suja, they're saying like, you give me a hundred dollars, you're going to get two hundred. Right, Western back. Sky took a, uh, the crazy business model. And flipped it over so that they could get the money. That's what they did. <laughs> they they they're the most usurious of. Oh, they're probably not the most, but they're they're definitely up there. Um, so uh, initially, these these like these pyramid schemes, which are growing out of control, are not criticized uh, because uh, because there was a banking law um, that was adopted in 1994, um, and it contained no provision um, that the National Bank of Albania um, should act as a supervisor of commercial banks. Oh, that's going to go over real well for them. And and this was suggested by the IMF. Oh. The International Monetary Fund, like IMF? Yeah, they, they advised them not to have, like, not to have the National Bank of Albania supervising commercial banks. Because remember, it's a, it's a public bank. They're like, you need to keep them separate because they're all about, you know, market economies. Um, but this, in turn, causes these commercial banks not to be told, like, you shouldn't be giving out these, um, you shouldn't be giving out loans or dealing in these investments. Hmm. Um, eventually, the IMF in 1996, like, reverses that um, because they begin seeing, like, that, that a crisis is building. And they tell them, like, that the government needs to close down these schemes. Um but the government continues these because members of the government are often participating in them at the highest levels. Uh, surprising absolutely nobody. Um, and, and a lot of these um, – and, and by January of, of 1997, um, a lot of these schemes had been um, sort of used to wander money and arms uh, and traffic arms to Yugoslavia, which is today Serbia. Because mm-hmm. um, you remember during the 90s, um, throughout all the, the Yugoslav wars – um, Serbia had a number of sort of um, treaties um, uh, sort of um, imposed on them that allowed that restricted their trade. Um, it sort of made them a pariah state. Um, there were embargoes on them. They were not allowed to borrow uh, money, things like that. So they get around this 
by going through these like crooked pyramid schemes in Albania, which are flush with cash and are willing to, you know, to work on this to make more money. Of course. Um, but eventually what happens is, is that the restrictions on, on Yugoslavia are, are lowered. Um, so Yugoslavia is able to trade again um, and get goods. So they no longer have to um, rely on these, these sort of illicit uh, money people. Mm-hmm. Um, and this causes one of their, their sources of funding to sort of dry up. Um, so from January 8th... The illicit to money people source of funding dried right up. <laughs> yeah, the people at the top of the schemes. I just like how you called it the illicit money people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good like hip-hop group or something from like the early 90s. <laughs> the illicit money men. Yeah. Um, so the, the schemes begin to collapse in, in, in January from January 8th to 16th. Um, so on, on January 22nd, um, the, the government moves in and, and freezes um, the, the Exafari and, and Populi first. Hits them right with that freeze gun. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, at one firm, uh, Gajalika, is, has gone nearly bankrupt. Um, Did you say derelict? Gajalika. Oh, okay. G J A L L I C A. Okay. Wouldn't even try to pronounce Got that it. Jallerhorn. Ja- Got it. And oh, that's Jalika, isn't it? And Jalika. Possibly. You're thinking of the metal Jal- band Jalika. No. You're thinking of Jalco <laughs> or Jalico? That old. Uh, oh yeah, the old game. 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 They played, dude. One of the best games ever. Baseball superstars or whatever. Uh, baseball Simulator. Wasn't that Jalico? Oh, 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 yeah, with all the names? Yeah. No, no, the one with, like, the robots and, like, fire pitches and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and and one of, and some of them, though, were still able to operate. One that was called uh, VEFA, um, which was, like, heavily invested into the... Nah, Jalico was the, super bases loaded. No, they, they did that one, too. Sorry, they did into, both. Um, <laughs> into, the, into hotels... Um, fuel and, and factories. You said that was Bofa? Vefa. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you almost got me. Bofa. Wait, Bofa what? <laughs> What's up, dog? <laughs> I love when people do that. Like, Wait respond to the wrong thing. Like, with the wrong joke return. My brother would do that. He would be like, he would take, like, like axioms or phrases and just be like, you know, people who live in glass houses are worth two in the bush. Um, so, by this by this point of when the, the money situation is drying up for these companies, um, the... Um, the number of investors who invested in these pyramid schemes, um, they, they include about two-thirds of the population of Albania at this time. God damn. 76 people. <laughs> um, what is two-thirds of the population of Albania at this time? 74 people, Shut actually. the fuck up. <laughs> is it just Action Bronson counts as two people, right? <laughs> oh, that's not a fat joke. He's just a big, big man. He's Action. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Albania currently has a population of 2.8 million. Damn, that's like Orlando. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is only like Orlando, right? I, I don't know what Orlando um, is right now. It's like it's like a million some, I think. 
Um, Double Orlando. So Orlando's population in 2018, thank you, Google, 285,000. That's it. Wow. That's that's just the metropolitan. That, that's just the actual city. The The metro area is 2.3 million. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, so... Close enough. They they had s they had it's estimated that they had invested one point five billion um, in the companies. Billion. It's a lot um, of money. And the the with and usually the interest rates were around ten to twenty five percent. Also not doing hundred percent anymore. Well, that was like at the that was like at the the like the gold tier level, I guess, or whatever. And you guys ever um, had an orange savings account back in the day? Used to get like eleven percent interest. So I'm good. sorry, the what? I remember ING, the orange savings account. Yeah. 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 I, I put money in one. Like, I, I had, like, no money, but I was like, fuck it. I'll take whatever I have and put it in it. Because they were given uh-huh. 11% interest. As soon as I did that, they went down to, like, three, and then the economy shit the bed. <laughs> mm. They gotcha. No, I, I still made money on it, but I had to take all my money out, like, immediately. And so it only lasted, like, three months. Um. At this time, the average monthly income for for an Albanian was eighty dollars. Oh my shit. god! Um, well, wait so, though. Uh, What's the cost of living in Albania at the time? Well, well, well it, it's probably very low. Mm-hmm. But a, a large number of these people even went so far as to like sell their homes to invest. Oh, um, no. and, and immigrants working throughout Europe would, would sort of send money back to, to be invested in these schemes. What do you mean sell their homes? They wouldn't sell. They would just, like, equitize their home? They would just sell the whole fucking thing? Like, they would sell yeah. the whole house so that they could get all the newest lineup of the LuLuRoe well, red leggings that are coming in. <laughs> well, you, well cause you don't because you don't have a mortgage. You can't refinance if you don't have a mortgage. You could, I guess you could put up the home as a collateral on a loan. But I don't. I don't know how the banking. You can refinance if you in Albania. I think you can refinance if you own your home. You can. You can take out a loan against your home. But you, you have to remember too the banking, like the banking sector, and like other other countries don't work the same mm-hmm. in the U.S. Like like mortgages are non-existent in China, for instance. Um, so, is that a good or a bad thing? Well. It, it's well, because no it's it's because of the saving. <laughs> What's well, because of the savings culture in China? <laughs> there's no redlining, so there's one positive right uh, there. That's um, true. Shout out to Wells Fargo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I won't drive how many fuck- <laughs> in a German <laughs> car. I want to see how many fucking companies we can get blacklisted from. Yeah. Shout out to Wells Fargo. Yeah, for so what happened to the podcast, history. guys? Well. Uh, we pretty much dunked on every major corporation, and you know only six corporations own everything else. And we weren't really taking that into account, so we couldn't get any sponsors, and then we had to stop. Also, Ryan moved to Albania. <laughs> he moved to Albania with three hundred dollars, lived like a king. <laughs> he did the math. He bought six houses from people who were trying to get Lugaro leggings. He's just living in like a. Um, he's just living in a mansion on the Mediterranean. He's got like he's just got like a white unbuttoned shirt and a gold chain. Yeah, he looks like, like uh, just, just DJ staring Khaled. off into the sea. And my don't forget my Lululemon leggings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, buttery, buttery soft Lululemon leggings. Uh. 
Just taking his out. Taking, he's just selling people alpha brain over there at like a huge markup. Oh my god, shut up. I get this shit out. from the US. You need, you need some alpha brain. Oh my god. We just lost all our listeners right there. Now we can't get alpha brain, by the way, and that's an easy one to get as a sponsor. Because it doesn't, well, no, we, it doesn't fucking do anything. You could just make we're up just... the whole commercial. But like, I started taking alpha brain last week, and I swear <laughs> to god. I swear to God, I can independently move my fingers now. Like, I can have my index finger doing one thing and my middle finger doing another completely different thing. We, we just need to get the ones that, like, terrible podcasts have and that, like, the content is so awful that, like, who would want them to, like, show them? So we can get, like, my bookie and Blue Chew. And- Sponsored by Del Taco. The, the first protests um, break out on january 16th in in southern albania um on january 19th um demonstrations began against the the suja corporation in in tirana which is the capital of albania come to find out when you can only sell your house for 86 dollars a soup and a can of beans people start to get real upset real quick um in on january on january 24th um Thousands of people go to the streets um, in in the city of uh, Lushnaj, and they 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 march to the city hall um, to protest against the government supporting these schemes. Um, and these these protests quickly like descend into violence um, because the police begin um, attacking the demonstrators, and and the demonstrators begin like returning it to the police, um, and the police forces are are routed. Um, and the city hall and, and an adjoining uh, uh, movie theater um, to the city hall are, are burned. Wow. Yes. Burn it to the ground, baby. On on January 25th. In Minecraft. Um, <laughs> on, on January 25th, um, the, the chair of the Democratic Party, uh, Triton uh, Shehu, is sent to... Uh, Triton? Mishnash. His name, yeah. Yeah. His name is fucking Triton. T-R-I-T-A-N. Oh, my God. Nissan Triton. Triton. Good God. Yeah. That's a great name. He's sent sent to uh, to Lushnaj to resolve the situation. Um, But when he arrives, um, he's held hostage for several hours. Every Um, fucking time I go to Lushnaj, I am hostage. In the in the city stadium, and he's assaulted by the protesters. Every Guys, I just got punched. Time. I got punched. Listen, listen, listen! I got punched in my fucking eye. All I'm looking for is my keys. I, came, I come here to try to find my keys. I get punched in I the eye by these people here waving to signs. Settle dispute. I get hostageized and then beat up. Lushnaz I was just trying to sell my house. I, I, my I, I put it up for sale city for in the Balkans. I just sell they, my house fifty dollars, one soup, and one tire. <laughs> Eventually, the the government sends in um, special forces units um, to extract him from the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but but by the by the morning of that day, um, all of the government um, institutions in the city, except for one, are looted and destroyed. Um, the the interior ministry had been um, protected by um, by the director of communications um, and some seven of. The engineers that worked under him, um, and a guard who refused to abandon um, his post protecting the building. Dude, it's a building, bro. Let that shit burn. It's a building. Get the fuck out of there. What's wrong with you? 
I mean, people um, people in those countries take those jobs a little more seriously, I think, sometimes, depending on the country. One guard against the entire city that won okay. Yeah, now, nah, bro. <laughs> you gotta know when you're you gotta know when to fold them, okay? <laughs> it, violence uh, violence begins to break out in in southern towns, um, and on from January twenty sixth to twenty seventh. Um, and on January thirtieth, um, opposition parties um, have that are leading the protests um, have formed a group called the Forum for Democracy on January thirtieth. Hmm. Okay. Um, and because a, a lot of this anger is directed at the president, um, wh- whose name Barisha, um, because he because he allowed these schemes to go on mm-hmm. um, and continue despite the IMF. Um, telling him to stop them, and and allegations begin to sort of arise that that Barisha and senior members of the government have personally profited um, from these schemes, and so people begin to believe that the Democratic Party um, has to be removed by force um, from the the government of Albania, um, and this is especially true um, in the South. All right. Um, on, on February 4th, um, they, they begin to sort of, the, the National Commercial Bank, which is a state-owned bank, um, begins to distribute a portion of, of money that people had lost. Um, but this causes um, people to become um, even more suspicious. Um, and one of the, the, one of the companies, um, uh, Jalika, the one mentioned um, before, mm-hmm. um, they receive a check for five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, Good God, that's a lot and, of dollars there. Um, from the um, from the Socialist Party of Albania, and this sort of accelerates their collapse. Mm. Um, on on February fifth, um, Jalica declares bankruptcy, um, and and the protests um, continue to rise. Oh no. Um, and then so in, in Valora, the, the, the state police um, are, are sort of run out of town. Um, and and also in, in southern Albania, um, 50 special forces troops who had been sent in to sort of like disperse um, protests um, were attacked and, and brutally dispersed by the protesters. All right. Uh, or they, they brutally, they attacked and brutally dispersed um, protesters um, while the protesters sort of fight back against them as best they can. I feel like we're looking through the looking glass right now of what this country is going to go through soon, very, very soon. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. Um, but eventually, what what sort of begins to arise is that there's sort of this rivalry um, that's perceived between Northerners and Southerners, where the Northerners are, are referred to as um, as gags, um, and they mainly support um, the president Barisha and Southerners named Tosks. Um, who support the the Socialist Party, which is the opposition party to Berisha. Okay. Um, on on February twentieth, nineteen ninety seven, um, fifty students at the University of Vlora, um go on a hunger strike, um, and they demand that the government resigns and that all of the invested money is returned to investors. Ninety seven. That was a good year. I was burning heaters in the high school bathroom and <laughs> skipping class. It was fantastic. <laughs> I specifically remember one day when I went to uh, Nino's Pizzerama and uh, I didn't have enough money for the cigarette machine because they still had them. Mm-hmm. So the guy just gave me a pack, like the cook. 
What? Yeah, he was super cool about it. He's like, he's like, don't come here again. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Fair. And I left with a pack of, like, Winston's. I don't know what it was. Whatever he was willing <laughs> pack to give Broncos. Me. Yeah, at that time, it was hard to find a, a source for cigarettes, so, you know, even in Albania. And uh, so I did what I could. <laughs> your, your cook was an action Bronson. It was really a pack of Virginia Slims he gave you, wasn't it? It was not... Uh, Virginia Slims. If it was, I probably would have turned him down and be like, "No, no, thanks. I'll be good." He didn't want to get. He didn't want to get beat up for smoking them. I'd rather quit smoking things. Hey, why is that kid sucking on a lollipop stick with no lollipop on it? <laughs> oh, no, those are Virginia Slims, buddy. On on February twenty second, the the form of democracy, the the sort of the opposition movement, they they support the hunger strike. Um, and students at other schools um, in in Albania also come to give their support to the students. Nice. Um, eventually, um, they, these students are driven away by um, by a group called um, the, by, by called a group Fresh, called the Army, <laughs> which is which is F R E S S H, which in Albanian means the young wing of the Socialist Party. Fresh um, to death, baby. Do Albanian and, words tend to have massive sentence meanings? <laughs> well, no, that's it's an acronym. Oh, okay, thanks. That's why I said fresh um, to death, baby. Um, and they, and they, they sort of, um, they, they sort of disperse these activists um, back to drive them back to the capital in Toronto. Now they used. Uh, Febreze. Music, they sprayed him right? with Febreze. Are you saying Albanians are stinky? Don't say that, bro. No, it's the fresh group. They oh. spray him with Febreze oh. to get him out of there. Oh. Um and and not all all students support like the protests and, and these demonstrations. Um and, and some actually believe that these are like could possibly like destroy the country, which is a real fear at this time, um, from foreign countries, is that Albania could could like devolve into like a full actual like balkan style um civil war with like a lot of refugees and loss of life and and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and and it's and and as well too on, on february 26 is rumored that um that government forces um from the national intelligence service are going to attack the university um but um, these, uh, but thousands of people come to protect the building from, from an attack, but one doesn't come. Wait, that sentence was a little disjointed. Thousands of yeah, people yeah. come to protect the attack, but one doesn't come? No, they come to protect the building from attack. Right. But, but an attack doesn't happen. Oh, the attack like, it's, doesn't Like, it's come. rumored okay. the government's gonna, like, gonna, like, come in and remove the strikers. Got it. Kind of like the bunkers. <laughs> preparing for the attack that's never coming. Or maybe not. I could be totally wrong. You mean like um, the wall? Huh? The wall? Hmm? <laughs> um, so on, on February 27th, um, the the mayor of, of the city, um, Bari uh, Borisi, Very wise. Um, who, who's a member of the United uh, <laughs> Right Party, he, he declares his support for the hunger strike. And when this happens, um, the members of these, these sort of protests, um, they attack... The, the building of the SHIK, which is like the National Intelligence Service in Albania. <laughs> yeah, while, um, while blasting and Temple, they, the dog. Yeah, and they go they go to attack um, the the building, 
Um, and in the fighting, um, nine people um, are, are killed, six six officers and three civilians. Oh no! Um, and civilians marks, died. Oh no! And this this marks the start of like a ten Come day. Come on, buddy, you're not, um, you're not that cynical. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> this this marks the beginning of a of a ten day um, civil war, and, and also what would be a, a year of violence in southern Albania as as southern Albania sort of devolves into anarchy. Like, just straight-up anarchy? Yeah, and, and what happens is is that the government decides what they're going to do. Is they're going to open all the, the depots, like the military depots um, in the country that haven't been taken, because the protesters have started taking weapons depots. And they're just going to begin arming um, people in the north to protect them against people from the south. And I'm still not allowed to say that this is like looking into the future. And it's called the the Hapsha um, Idipov in um, Albanian. Um, and so, it, when the southern Albanian bases were were sort of taken over by protesters and they looted everything, um, it was estimated that every male um, from the age of ten upwards had at least one firearm and and like lots of ammunition. So the oh my god! So it's, I, it's I, a I feel lot like Orlando. Horses, the American South. It's a lot like Orlando, then. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I feel like I'm being a dead horse. I tell you, the first just... thing I had to do when I moved here was I had to stop having road rage. Just I had to stop like gesticulating about cars around me because everyone's armed. You just assume it's it. Um, it's insane. So, in response to this, the the government um, the government distributes. Um, Six hundred and sixty-five, sixty-six thousand altogether from the looted depots was six hundred and fifty-six thousand weapons, um, like different types of like guns, one point five billion rounds of ammunition, three point five million hand grenades, and one million landmines. God damn! Like, would you see the pictures of people who have like looted? the like depots it's like watching like the looting in the cities where people are like coming out of buildings with like with like shoes and just random stuff but it's mm-hmm. like guys wearing gas masks with just like guns in their arms it's fucking AKs fucking coming out like strapped with bandoliers of fucking ammo the fucking Nihilus <laughs> from Big Lebowski just running out Jesus and their tidy whities um, at, at one there. arms depot um, in this in this village um, at, that on, on April 29th a, a village of 200 people. Um, the villagers break into the depot, and there is an explosion that occurs, um, and it kills 22 of of the 200 village residents. Damn. And and most of the victims for the explosion came from the same family. Mm, that's unfortunate. Um, and, and what also begins to happen too is that it, in this sort of like state of anarchy. Um, people begin robbing the um, the treasuries. Um, one one theft of the treasury happens um, on April twenty fourth, nineteen ninety seven, uh, and they they steal gold um, that's owned by the state. So they just straight up rob the government. That's like somebody breaking into Fort Knox. Allegedly, yeah, that, allegedly there's gold in there. Allegedly, in, in these tunnels uh, near the near the, the secret tunnels? city of 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 crabe um they they steal about 340 kilograms of gold uh banknotes and and other sort of valuable items 340 kilos of fuck 
all of these of the perpetrators who are involved, um, several of them received sentences. Um, they're actually caught. Okay. Um, five of them are caught, and and the the sentences they were given range from three years to seven years. That's not bad. And how much um, money did they get away with? Well, I don't. It didn't say how much money people got away with. Um, okay. This is just the amount that was stolen, and these are the people who were um, okay. who were caught. Okay. Um, in the in the north, though, it's it's more of an actual heist. Um, and this is from the the Northern State Treasury of Albania, um, and it was approximately six million dollars uh, from that treasury um, in in Shokadur on March 1997. Okay, and it's is still considered one of the greatest robberies um, in the Balkans. Really. And what happens is is that six people attack the fortified treasury building um, with an anti tank weapon. So uh, they like, just, like they an just, RPG? Yeah, so they just take an <laughs> RPG to the wall of like the treasury. Just shooting black mages and dragoons at it. <laughs> that's fucking they, amazing. They of the of the eight million dollars that's in the bank, they managed to get away with six million of it. That's a good haul. Yeah. Um the the few police when you that are say still left they the managed city, to get away, do you mean without being caught? Yeah, because the police the police show up. Um, and take control of, like, the remaining, like, bank stuff. Like, the remaining assets that are in the bank. Um, and these thieves get away. Um, eyewitnesses claimed that they had seen the bank robbers meeting on the outskirts of the city, um, dividing up the money between themselves. Um, but they're unable to be found. Mm. They um, got away with it. it. In, in spring of 1998, the file on the case is, is closed, and the, the police... Um, they they said they wouldn't investigate it further. God, they did it. They got away with six million. Legends. Damn. Um, and and in several regions of the country as well, um, there began founding of these called uh, salvation committees. Okay. And and they would be created um, to sort of um, take over like the areas they were in. So they're almost like the Soviets that popped up during the Russian Civil War, where these sort of, like, local committees of, of groups will just sort of, like, take over functions of the city from the government. Okay. Um, most of them are, are like, uh, most influential in the South. Um, and eventually, um, these will form into what's called the National Salvation Committee, um, and they'll demand for uh, President Barisha um, to resign. Hmm. All right. Um, and and most of these, um, most of these were based on um, sort of like the local socialist party organizations in, mm-hmm. in the region, mm-hmm. um, and people um, and and though they saw themselves as being like um, protectors of democracy from what they believed was like a one man like authoritarian state, um, the the government uh, sort of contrasted them with sort of like communist groups like taking over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because of Albania's, you know, history, they're, they're worried about a return to communism. Who isn't, you know? Everybody's terrified, even though half the people don't even understand what communism is. They're just scared of the word. I have communist. <laughs> On March 28th, um, the United Nations um, adopts resolution uh, 1101 to give humanitarian aid to Albania. Um, and on April 15th, 
um, they begin sending in uh, forces to sort of like return um, peace to the country in, in what's called Operation Alba. Um, and this force will withdraw on August 12th. Um, they send about 7,000 soldiers, um, though they come from a, um, many different countries. Um, they're led by Italy. Mm -hmm. um, and they're, they're first initially um, to, like sort of sent to the north. Primo di Italia. Um, and they return like normalcy um, to the capital, um, Tirana. Hmm. Um, and what they do is they essentially... Um, they, they come in and they train the military up to like modern standards. Um, and they also sort of like help them. Well, they're there for, um, they're there for about four months. You know, they're already trained soldiers. They're just sort of giving them a refresher course. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're not, they're not just taking like kids off the street. This isn't, this isn't 2012 and Coney. And sort of like the run up to a, a snap election that's held on June 29th, um, for the parliament, um, 60 people are killed in in violence. What? So just sort of political political violence just sort of breaks out over the country over the election. Um, eventually, um, the Socialist Party and its allies win the election, including in in Tirana in the in the north. Um, and and many of the uh, members of those salvation committees, they also run for office, even though they had promised that they were going to stay out of politics. You know, they originally claimed, you know, it was just about, you know, returning order to the country. Mm -hmm. There was also a referendum on if they would keep a Republican form of government or if they would go back to being a monarchy. Um, but the Republican form of government um, beat the monarchy 65 to 35. I'm... Um just very dumbfounded that there are still 35 that wanted a monarchy it's insane it's insane and, and what happens too a lot in the south was that um criminal groups had had sort of like armed themselves and took over entire cities mm -hmm. um a, a lot of them you know had uh, had been imprisoned in like other places in europe like greece um, but when they had heard that, like, order had broken down in, in albania they like broke out of prison to return to albania mm-hmm um, one of them was, was this man named uh, Zani Kashi, um, who escaped from a high-security prison in, in February of, of 1997 um, with, a, with a group of friends. And he established a, a gang um, called, the, called the Kole in, um, in Valora. Where? He Where said his name is Zani, Zani Kashi? Kashi? Zani Kashi? Zani Malik? Yeah. Where? So his, so his gang established Kashi Serial? <laughs> That's K A. Yeah, you know what? What it is is Kashi got that. The, the okay. method okay. he used to break out of the jail was what he called the Kashi Go Crunch, and he did ah, that, and that's okay. what got him out. Gotcha, gotcha. No, uh, where, where was this maximum security prison that he so easily left? It was in, I believe, it was in Greece. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, it was in. Just like an, he's walked um, to the gate and said, "Hey, listen, I gotta go." Just man. the fucking Parthenon. He just walks right. It out. was in uh, <laughs> Thessaly, Greece. How do you get? And, how do you get out? I'm so interested. Like he just did. He just walk out. Like <laughs> the fuck. He he just he just told him like I'm I'm going out to get some spokes. So like you better come back. I'll be back. He probably just said oh, I'm just tired of this, guys. I'm gonna leave. I'm like he oh, gave him the dead. You're saying he gave him the deadbeat dad excuse to get out and start a criminal syndicate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just going out for some smokes. I'll be right back. Okay. 
Just relax, it's, guys. It's, I'll be right back. It's like when Snake broke out of prison to get his car back from Homer. He just went through that door that they told them not to use. Wrong. <laughs> it's like, hey, you ruined it for the rest of us. Bye. Bye. So five five gangs are are control are, are sort of created in the city in this period of lawlessness. Um, but but two eventually like take over the city. Like they rule most of the city. Um, and this is two gangs called Zani and the gang uh, another one's called um, uh, Gang Gang Gashai Yang Gang <laughs> and so so what they do is um, they they sort of call people into the the like the public square in the city um, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning um, and they, they speak to them until uh, one o'clock in the afternoon um, to essentially telling them, that they have to like, um, that they have to like go in their homes and they can't really come out. Um, <laughs> and then after that, um, the the only people who are allowed to move around in the city are the gangs. Um, and, and they sort of go over the loudspeakers in the city and stuff, and they tell people, you know, that they can't go out because there's fighting, and the gangs just sort of fight it out with themselves over who controls the city. I mean, so the, where do they get out of control in the city, though? It's not like they're taxing everybody that lives there. Well, they they eventually probably plan to. Okay. Like like they're they're setting up like like they're doing the purge, and then when they're done, they're gonna it's gonna be like gang, it's gonna be like Escape from New York. You know, they just want to be the the Duke of the Duke of Valora or whatever. What year? What be- year is this? <laughs> 1997. I, w- uh, I want to be the Duke of Fifth Avenue. That's a good year. <laughs> I don't remember shit about this. Nothing. And, and so, like, every night, like, they fight it out with, like, military-grade weapons. <laughs> what, do they just take breaks during the day and then play fucking, like, Counter-Strike at night with each other? <laughs> um, what, and, and they're almost like the cartels in, like, Mexico. Because um, in, in, in Lushnage, um, one of the gangs, which had sort of um, assumed control of the city... Um, they they actually behead one of their opponents publicly. Jesus Christ. Um, and, and of like of the cities in Albania that are controlled by by gangs, um, the cities of Valora, Barat, Tepalina, Mamaliaj, Balshi, Saranda, Gejor, Karska. I know Mamaliaj. He's a good guy. <laughs> Pogradic, Sirek, and Tropaja are, are sort of taken over um, by gangs. Wow. Um, overall, it's believed about two thousand people were killed in this like one year. Like civilians um, or gang members or what? Just like everyone. Just, just a people. good mix. Yeah. Two thousand human beings lost their lives, right? That's fucked um, up. Because like they're they're just getting caught in the crossfire, right? You know, they're using like they're using military weapons. They're just like blowing up buildings to get at people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. And at UN, uh, the UN believes um, this is uh, like one historian, Christopher Jarvis, claims two thousand people were killed. Um, one historian, Fred C. Abrahams, he says between uh, March and May of 1997, um, sixteen hundred people were killed in, in that time period alone. God and the UN, damn, that's insanity. And the UN, um, the UN report that was put out um, believes that two thousand people were killed in March alone. What? Um, overall, the the estimated damage of the rebellion to Albania 
um, was estimated to be about uh, $200 million. And by the time it was done, between um, 3,700 to 5,000 people were wounded. Um, is this the place where you can still find these landmines today? Or is that Africa I'm thinking of? Uh, or is it no, both no, of them? No, in Europe, just, in just, Europe, in, just I mean, any France. countries that former war zones. In France, like they Israel. still have uh, dead uh, no man's land. You can't walk across it. It's, it's all zoned really? off, yeah. It's just more, it's safer to zone it off than it would be to fix it. Because there's so much. Well, it's, all, it's all poison too. There's so, so much unexploded munition. Well, it's it's not just that. It's just the fact that all the stuff from the munitions is sort of soaked into the earth, so it's made it this sort of like toxic, like pool between like everything else. Right. So like the earth itself has essentially been poisoned by the fighting. You know, with things like the BP oil spill, Fukushima, Three Mile Island, Chernobyl, we start to wonder why this why this planet has it out for the human beings that live here. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, war is, war is like, endemic, I mean, and it's it's of a disease, I mean, it's like... Yeah, but not even all that's war, though, like, Chernobyl's not war, Fukushima's not war, that's just human beings being really shitty, BP, Deepwater Horizon, that's not war. And so, lawsuits would eventually be filed um, against the bosses of some of these firms, but obviously, you know, they weren't going to get much from them, um, some, they, they had sort of run out of money, of or, or they had escaped, um... Some members of the government had also um, been tried and sentenced in absentia um, because they had fled the country. Um, so a lot of the people where does involved, a uh, where does a former Albanian uh, gangster kingpin go? Salt Lake City. Just <laughs> becomes a Mormon. <laughs> Russia. That's a good point. Yeah. Places places that won't extradite. You could probably dis Argentina. probably could disappear in Russia or just join up with a bigger bigger gang. Moldova. What one of the guys that uh Bald and Bankrupt is talking to in, in one of his videos. Oh god. So in the elections, um in in June of that year and then in, in July, um Barisha and his party they're voted out of power, um and the Socialist Party sort of takes over in a in a coalition between them and other leftist political parties. Um, and like I said, um, all UN forces leave Albania on on August 11th of 1997. Um, so, so, so the sort of war was two years. That's it. Well, like pretty much one year. One fucking year. It, it it essentially starts at the beginning of 1997, and and it ends before the end of 1997. Okay. That's that's still that's still insane to me. One year, you can do that much damage. I'm scared. What are you scared of? Well, I mean, it's it's like think about how ridiculously violent all this sound. Like, I feel like because we're speaking about it in a historical, almost like a uh, pseudo academic way, and we're kind of making mm -hmm. cracking jokes. It, it's mm -hmm. it's it, it's disingenuous to a certain extent. I don't think it's wrong, but it's disingenuous to a certain extent because mm -hmm. didn't he just say that two thousand people died in a month? Like, and basically, it's not like these are militaries yeah. doing it. You know, it's not like there's an actual war going on. This is just schmucks forming pseudo militias other, yeah. and just fucking offing each other. Well, yeah, it's like it's like the Mexican cartels. But it, it's like, like yeah, exactly. It's like you know, it's like them walking. It's like them just setting up a fucking base across the street on like 
you know, on 50 in Orlando and just deciding that they're going <laughs> to shoot at the hot dog heaven. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it's fucking scary, dude. That's fucking frightening. I, again, I'm not one of those people who go, like, it could happen here. You know, I, I get it. You know, I, I respect the ideology behind that, but that's fucking crazy that that went on. I didn't know anything about it either. I mean, not that we would. I, it's like, that is just nuts, dude. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, that, that is legitimately insane. These these kids, they play too much Fortnite. They they just you know they just want to eat some people IRL. Honestly, that's how it starts. I'd much that's rather. Why we gotta ban them. I'd much rather. That's why we got to ban. That's why we got to ban Epic. They're a tool of the Chinese government to destabilize you know the United States of America. True story. Get out of here. True fucking story. You well. got to be like at the end of Reefer Madness, and you got to point at the screen and say, "Even you, you, it could happen to you, you, or you, or even you." Dun dun dun! dun. Fuck! Why did we just do that? <laughs> so those those are some government con jobs. It's almost like government everywhere is full of shit, for the most part. I mean, you could really. I mean, you could go down that line. It's it's unfortunate. It's just unfortunate that uh, partisan politics really get in the way of any kind of progress. Like, we can never do better, you know what I mean? Like, not to get yeah. political, but history is political, you know? And it's just like, we can never just do better, you know? It's, it's just no. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. No, because greed. It's greed and just shitty people come into the equation and they just fuck everything up. Crazy. Well... Yeah. On that note, that one really got to me. I'm gonna look up uh, Albanian shit when I get off the fucking phone. <laughs> like, so I type Albanian shit. Albanian shit. How is Albania now, Steve? It's still pretty poor. Well, I'm. I mean, sure. Uh, post that. Uh, it's gonna take like a fucking generation to get back to where you need to be, unless they fucking invent something. But uh, like, how is it as far as violence? Do you know? Uh, it's, it's low, I think. I don't, I don't think it is high, like a high amount of crime. Hmm. Interesting. So we're going to take the show on the road. First place we're going to is Albania? Fuck no. <laughs> I ain't going no Albania. Bro, just listen. Just to quote Kramer from Seinfeld, I'm not going to no Bellevue. Listen, take a hundred bucks out of your checking account. We'll take a hundred bucks cash. Each one of us and we'll live like kings. Dude, you have a hundred dollars. Can I borrow it? <laughs> I mean, just better. <laughs> you have, that was you admitted earlier in the episode. That you was have like more our, than a hundred dollars in Apple stock. <laughs> oh, well, that's not money. Oh, that was oh. our uh, we the, the guys I shared an office with in China. Are, were like one of our ideas that we came up with on like what to do, like our like a get out plan was to like go to one of the former like Russian republics, like like one of the the stands. Oh, like, no. like here just stands or whatever. Uzbekistan. Like, like what? It, the more like vowels, the Georgia better. Georgia, one of those places. Yeah, where go to the, one of the uh, stands. Where the dollar stand checkers. <laughs> but yeah, Georgia. <laughs> where the where the dollar where the dollar goes a long way, and all the women are like very attractive, and all the men are just like bald, dumpy dudes. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Clean up. Uh, where all the all the women all the women are like top shelf, all the men are like bottom shelf. <laughs> Uh, so what do we learn? Government is not to be trusted. Ponzi schemes ruin everybody. Yep. Yeah, including the New York Mets. Yeah. 
a lot of the uh, investors, or I think the uh, main like family, the Wilpons, they were invested in with um, uh, Madoff. Well, rip. Yep. Yep. Ah, yeah. I was, I was, I was listening to a thing earlier, and it was about how corrupt the NBA is. What do you mean, like at an institutional level? Yeah, like about like the amount of like game fixing that's involved, especially with like the refs. Oh, I mean, it goes on probably in every sport, but the thing about the NBA that's interesting is, uh, I think his name is Tim Donnelly, the ref that came out and like admitted that it was going on and wrote the book. Um, yeah, well, he something? got he got caught. Tim Donnelly? No, it wasn't Tim Donnelly. Tim, well, Tim I, Don- I know the guy you're talking Donahy. about. That, that was his name, Donahy. But yeah, but he got he got caught. Yeah, is what happened. He got caught, but, and then he fucking outed the whole thing and started talking about how like ridiculous it was. But it went it went all the way to the top. That's crazy. Uh, so that's why they called Sternball. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Adam Silver's doing a good job, I think. And with that, yeah. With that, <sighs> tune well, in next week when we talk about the etymology of Cheetos, and Ryan discusses his future Albanian homestead. Uh, I'm selling Lularoe. <laughs> <laughs> if you sell Lularoe in Albania, you will make bank. But you don't make money. You don't make money in Lularoe selling Lularoe. You make money in Lularoe selling Lularoe. Uh, see, see, see. By the way, I will say again to um, watch that uh, Herbalife documentary, uh, "Betting on Zero. Uh, I think it's, I think it's still on Netflix. It's uh, phenomenal, phenomenal how political it gets and like how crazy it is that they are even still around. But um, with that, goodbye. I'll check it out. We're going to leave you guys with a preview of this like we did last time of our friend of the podcast. What's the what's the name of his show? Dinosaur? Sinclarity. 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 Check him out. Bye-bye. Check him out. Bye. Bye. This is Howard Hand Up Me with a DNN special report. Over 100,000 are dead as the deadly Pangaea virus continues to spread across the supercontinent. Experts advise the public to stay inside till the virus gets bored and leaves us alone. Presently, this destructive disease is set on a collision course that will result in the extinction of all life on this planet. This just in? No, it's not. This has been a DNN News Update. For more stories like this, tune in to Sinclarity, A Dinosaur's Tale, every Friday on your favorite podcast provider.